Good evening, folks, and welcome to Beef Sticks Podcast. Woo-woo! Yeah, my name's Pasty. And my name is Fat Mac. And it's the go-home show before AEW double or nothing. I can bet it won't be nothing. I can bet it'll be between, like, singular and double. <laughs> somewhere somewhere right in there, I think. I, I don't think quite triple. I don't think quite nothing. I'm going to say right in between that singular double line. That's where we're there going. You go. There you go. I mean, I guess if you if you watch the replay, it's automatically double. If I was a betting man, I'd say it was going to be a pay-per-view. <laughs> it, you know what? It, on paper, it looks like it's going to be a great pay-per-view. It does look I like it. I lie. I mean, it doesn't look like no WrestleMania card, but it, you know. Yeah, but WrestleMania doesn't look like WrestleMania cards anymore <laughs> either, does it? No, but the last AEW pay-per-view I was super stoked for, and I was super hyped. We were all like, oh, it's going to be fucking awesome. And then it was like let ourselves down. an exploding barbed wire death match that did exactly what those matches like to do. Yeah, not follow through. Yeah. It, hey, Pasty, it bombed. <laughs> They wished it would have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then with their uh, their pay per view after that, kind of uh, falling short. Also, I think they really, I hope they realize they have a lot to make up for, and they really need to go all out on this one. Especially considering this is like they can't go all out on double or nothing. You have to wait for all I mean, out for that kind of action. I mean, if nobody's ever come out and said what their WrestleMania of their thing is, you know. When they announced but, this the first year, Cody said this was going to be their big one, but I think All Out's the big one. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way, but I still feel like this is like their SummerSlam or their Royal Rumble. Like, it, it's still gotta, it's still gotta fit the mold somewhat. Have you heard any of these potential rumblings and rumorings that there's some beef between Cody and the rest of the EVPs at AEW? I've, you know what? I read rumors about that, and Honestly, I guess I don't buy any of the I'm bullshit. I'm like, it's long-term but... storytelling, but at the same point, I don't know. Cody hasn't been on, on being the elite, I, I'm almost sure, pretty close to the very beginning of AEW. Yeah, but do you not think that Cody's, you know, hey, hey everybody listening to this knows I'm not the biggest Cody Rhodes wrestling fan. He's been working so but hard. But as a human being, don't you think he's go. maybe a little busy and that's not, yeah. and also he, that doesn't seem like his personality. Like that's a Gallows and Anderson personality. Yeah. That's not yeah. a Cody Rhodes Cody's person. never been the funny guy. He's just the guy that fake cries in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't know. I, I don't buy any of it. I think all of these people are, um, I hate to say it this way, but I'm going to say it this way. All of these people are glorified EVPs, so they got to do a little something. They're mm. all professional wrestlers who have to put their all into doing that. They all have their kind of own brands that they're all trying to work through. Cody and Brandy have theirs. The Bucks have theirs. BTE has theirs. I mean... You know, now you got um, Omega and Callus has theirs. So they all kind of have that. They mm -hmm. also have personal lives. Let's not forget that. I know us as I fans like to pretend they don't. I, didn't, but, yeah. I never agreed to that. <laughs> and then add on to that just life in general or just 
okay, I'm doing a signing this day and you guys have a recording this day, or I got to shoot a promo this day and you guys are going to be in the ring this day. It's like, I don't, I think us as wrestling fans think it's like everybody gets together every day for the same things and then they all leave at the same time. You can be in a wrestling organization and never see the same people ever. No, and I see, I just, I don't think it's it's legit, but I think that they're seeding this shit so that there's future storyline there because there's always potential future storyline there, especially if Cody's going the American dream road now and right. he's going to be the golden boy and they're all the heels. Eventually, they got to cross paths. Well, Maybe all, Cody joins Pinnacle. Whoa. They're all smart business people, and so even if Cody they would didn't come up Pinnacle with this, so well. they would be so stupid not to invest in it. Like, you follow through on it. You. Yeah. If somebody else is writing it for you, that's fine. Let's do it. I don't know. I'm to the point in AEW's, like, lineage that I'm kind of anticipating the the point where we lose superstars like uh, Moxley, especially after the exploding barbed wire death match. I think there he's just waiting for the clock to wind down, and then they gave him the fucking Wild Thing original song theme song, and then he's like, yep. I can't wait to get the fuck out of here. And then they gave him the better version of the song, but I think that's too little too late. You've made Moxley look like a dumbass quite a few times. Uh, and then I also kind of wonder if Omega's going to stick around forever. Uh, well, probably not. I mean, he seems like a man who knows how to make the most of his situation. I, I would almost, if I was a betting man and I am... Um, I would say there's no way Omega does not make it to WWE and a good chance that he could end his career in WWE. Yeah. Especially with a legends contract. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause he's young yet. He's got decades ahead of him. He could go another 10, 15 years without going to WWE and still go to WWE and make a big splash. Yeah. And this belt collector story is a big thing. You know what I mean? Like where is there to go after that? Right. This can last a long time if they want it to, but still it's got to come to an end at some point, and then I feel like there's not going to be anything else except for WWE. And it, and it almost would be sad for him to be one of the few people who never did get the WWE right. treatment, you know? Especially when, like, Styles is there and shit, yeah. Yeah, it would really... Uh... I don't. I mean, we know that WWE wastes so many talents, and they do. But God, if WWE could, and uh, hey, I'll I'll even throw you a bone pasty here. If the room, you know, because this actually works with what we're talking about. If the rumors are true about uh, WWE possibly being in works with uh, uh, partnering with New Japan, if Kenny Omega came to WWE and got the fucking the the DVD treatment or the biography treatment or whatever, and they have the rights to not only his Canadian stuff, and we know Ring of Honor is willing to sell them stuff, and TNA is willing to or has been willing to sell them stuff in the past, plus his New Japan work, we could get a hell of a package from WWE because 
even if their live stuff ain't great, my God, they know how to put together a fucking biography. Yeah, yeah. if they, that's what they should just do these days is biographies and fucking promo packages. <laughs> right? That's it. That's kind of their, they should just uh, sell themselves as consultants to other. They wouldn't even need to put on wrestling. Just be consultants. You know, it sucks because you could almost swear WWE could go into the movie business, but been there but done they've that tried and it doesn't work right? <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> maybe they should just work on uh cheap budget tv stuff you know there why you not go. i guess that's what they're doing my bad <laughs> <laughs> i don't fucking know I, I honestly meant that as a compliment but it's so easily worked it was way into an insult i had to go with it yeah when i woke up this morning and that news broke i was like oh shit this is gonna be the big story but like you said there's no confirmation yet it's just a rumor, and but the the bad thing about this rumor is it sounds like they're going for a complete exclusivity with New Japan deal, so that would well, close the forbidden door with AEW. And, well, and I swear, at like the beginning of this year, there was talks about WWE yeah. and New Japan, and I know like when uh, there always WWE, will be NXT was bringing a few New Japan people over as coaches and stuff, and there was talks about it, and it's like, yeah, how much is it really talks, or how much is it just? WWE exploiting what they have and New Japan exploiting WWE's demographic. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Uh, it is what it is. All I can say is I I think we've said this a million times before. We'll probably say it a million times again. The more wrestling companies that work together, the better I feel it is for all of us wrestling fans. So, yeah. Yep. Go for it. Well, I guess if we're going, then I'm coming. Two comings and goings. That's right. We're fast-forwarding through the first half of the show to the big news that you all can't wait for. <laughs> yeah, because this week was kind of uh, wrestling took a week off, it seems like. I don't I don't know if they yeah. were getting prepared for the long weekend or uh, if it was all the... Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened, but like nothing happened. <laughs> I guess there wasn't any pay per view that ha- that happened this weekend, so that takes a lot out of it. And it's not to say we don't have much news because we do actually have a lot of comings and goings, but that's mostly it. <laughs> yep. I don't know what happened this week, but well, we're about to find out. In this week's comings and goings. Yes, the 2021 MLW Open Draft Round 2 was Thursday. And during the draft, it was revealed that MLW signed Alex Kane, mayor of Knox County. No, 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 no. Different different Kane, different Kane. Okay. Not Big Daddy either. (laughs) Not Big Daddy. How about Lady Kane? She was so popular in NXT. Not Lady Kane. I, I still don't get that. I don't connect those two together at all. I, I don't, don't remember Lady Kane. What was I that? I don't know. Uh, was that it green? Thing? Was that green? Um, maybe it was green. Oh, was Chelsea, Chelsea green, green called Lady Kane? It was either Chelsea Green or somebody who came in just when she did. But they, yeah, they called her Lady Kane. She used the choke slam. But that, that was literally the only resemblance to Kane that there was. Oh, wow. That's... She didn't look scary. She wasn't big. She. It was dumb. Wow. Yeah. 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 That sounds right, I guess. <laughs> Sadly. Well, fake Kane here was trained by AR Fox 
and has quite a history in combat zone wrestling. Previous MLW wrestlers Gringo Loco, King Mo, and Tom Lawler were also announced at the draft. Uh, Major League Wrestling is revamping the roster before their live show on July 10th at the 2300 Arena in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Which we all know as the classic ECW arena. Yes. Yep. And I think that's all the comings and goings. Still a better name. It's still a better name than most arenas these days. They got some, uh, yeah, you can go hit up the Taco Bell arena or the come and go arena or the, we should invest in the come and go arena for our comings and going. Come and go arena presents beefsteaks coming and going. They just sponsor the one segment. I'm fine with that. That's all they want to be a part of. Yes. Uh, Moving into WWE, a lot of moving and shaking happened in WWE and kind of out of, kind of out of nowhere. I know that a lot of stuff has been happening, but I guess if you just listen to the stories, you'll see it seems kind of awkward. First off, for the WWE stuff, WWE officially announced Tom Phillips has been let go. Yeah, there's an OG from, he's been with him quite a while and quite a professional. Now, Nobody likes that... Tom Phillips, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't now, he the one he... who got like busted out for sending dick flicks on an airplane or something like that? Uh, he did ago? quite a while ago, but <laughs> I don't think WWE cares about that. Uh, actually, they've proven they don't care about yeah, that. Yeah, the that... yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think all of those people past. are still signed. All of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's how is... you have longevity in WWE. Seth Rollins, Paige, Xavier Woods, Tom Phillips. Who else? Randy Orton. Uh, Oh, yeah, Orton's got out there. (laughs) Um, Yeah, pretty much anybody. Uh, Now, there is no word on on what the details surrounding his departure were. Probably had nothing to do with the dick pics. We will keep you updated when we find something (laughs) out. uh, That'd be funny if it was. (laughs) Four years later. With WWE in 2012. Vince He's is like, I saw the on. picture. It's really small. You're fired, pal. I just saw it. He's, he's cleaning out his emails. I had to use a <laughs> magnifying glass. You're uh, out of here. So, Tom Phillips, despite what uh, people may have felt about him as fans, he'd done work on pretty much every WWE TV show that was there while he was there. Including, but not limited to, pasty, WWE NXT, 205 Live, Main Event, Raw, and SmackDown. He's not only done all that, he also hosted WWE YouTube and WWE Network shows. He's been a part of behind-the-scenes work. But, Tom recently changed his social media handles to show his real name, which is Tom Hannafin. Not as good as (laughs) Phillips. That being said, his bio still lists him as a WWE broadcaster and producer. Now, with Tom Phillips gone, Tom has been replaced by Adnan Verk as the lead Raw announcer, and that happened just the night after WrestleMania 37. So it looks like out with Tom Phillips, and they have uh, they have long-term plans for this Adnan Verk. Yes. And it was announced Jimmy Smith, WWE and Verk, announced on Tuesday afternoon that they have parted ways. 
Virk, who just started with WWE by replacing Tom Phillips on the post-WrestleMania 37 Raw last month. And who's not Virk, who just replaced Tom Phillips? Yeah. They let him go? He he would say such great quotable announcer quotes as, Oh, baby! And really other cringe things. He was basically and, he was basically a video game announcer is what it was. It was He just had his few catchphrases. <laughs> And he didn't, it wasn't, he wasn't talking to wrestling fans. I like, he's not a, he's not a, I don't know. It's weird. It was bad. Uh, yes. He, he later issued a statement thanking WWE for their time. Smith, on the other hand, is a former UFC and American Ninja Warrior announcer who has been putting a lot of work to prepare for future WWE broadcast assignments as of late. Smith has done some WWE NXT work over the last several weeks. And another thing about this guy is he says he's not a big fan of professional wrestling and then listed off a whole lot of people from, like, the early to mid-80s. Well, it's nice to know that Tom Phillips' replacement was well thought out. Yeah, no, Virk, (laughs) as soon as he was there, I'm like, this isn't going to go well. Tom Phillips was, like, bottom of the barrel as low as you can go. So if they're any worse than that, I mean, But Tom Phillips, he was... I, I always looked at Tom Phillips as he could have been the next Michael Cole. He was professional yeah. as shit, and he, to me, he did what Vince wanted him to do. Man, whether that was what fans wanted him to do or not, he made the boss happy. I remember the couple of months where Dio Madden was on the uh, the announced team. Dio, he was really good, and then they wound up putting him into uh, Retribution. And, and then he's and in Retribution. Do you think Adnan Virk is going to be the newest member of Retribution? I hope so. That way we never have to see him again. They can just, they don't even have to give him a stupid Retribution name. He's already got one. Come on. Adnan has has a strong lineage in pro wrestling. He can come out in a t-shirt that says, Out Virk Everyone. Remember when uh, they, uh, had, remember uh, they when... jab at Christian Cage? Huh? Out Virk Everyone. Love me, people. Remember when they had the Iron Cheek come in as General Adnan to be the second to uh, Sergeant Slaughter in his battle against Hulk Hogan when he turned Israeli sympathizer or uh, 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 Iraqi sympathizer? Yeah, yeah. Adnan's got a strong, <laughs> strong presence in WWE. Uh, so a name that doesn't though is Josiah. Who the fuck? Why would you be named Josiah? <laughs> Are you Amish? That's, that's about just, the only thing I can think. Yeah, that's all I can think of. And and if you quit Amishism, I'd have switched. Does that mean we're gonna go back to WrestleManias that have blackouts? It might be. <laughs> Turn a oh. lot of butter, sooner raise another. Oh, it's a release. Yeah. Um, WWE released Josiah Williams. Williams made a name before signing with WWE with his Wrestle and Flow brand. Originally signed with WWE in April 2019, but was later released in April 2020 along with other budget cuts. He was brought back then again in September 2020 and has been with the company until this week. So they're playing yo-yo with this poor young black man. Williams has done most of the digital work with the WWE NXT brand and the WWE Performance Center. He once hosted the On Location with Josiah Williams series for 
a YouTube channel nobody's ever fucking seen. <laughs> but he's also done voiceover work in addition to other behind-the-scenes stuff. He most recently did the theme song for Cameron Grimes and has done the theme nice. song for AEW's Sean Spears. Yes, I like Cameron Grimes' new theme song. I do, too. That's really good. Oh, he does Sean Spears' theme, too. Wow, that was a delayed reaction. But holy <laughs> that shit. was a very delayed reaction. I like that what this guy does for theme songs. Cameron Grimes' new theme is awesome. Sean Spears' theme is far better than it deserves to be. Well, Pacey, if you're a fan of the remix of Adam Cole's theme, I got something for you, buddy, because William's biggest moment came when he performed a remix of Adam's Cole theme song while accompanying Cole to the ring for his NXT TakeOver 25 win over Johnny Gargano for the NXT title. I wish you could see this, folks. I'm doing the Vince McMahon <laughs> orgasm face meme. <laughs> I don't remember that performance, sadly. But the other uh, the other intro music I do really enjoy. I don't remember that performance, sadly. <laughs> I probably, I don't watch a lot of entrances. I fast forward through them. Like, uh, entrances I, I get it. So much back in the, it sets the, the tone for everything. Back in the 80s, like, entrances, like, fit the people. And now it's literally just random music that's played before people well, go to the ring. And I don't it's like, think well, so. Roman's new theme song is the music. shit. Yeah, but it's I could so, also skip it, watch the match, and not lose anything. Fuck the match. That's boring. <laughs> It's about the promos and the entrances. That's what wrestling well, is. Don't forget, I hate wrestling pasties, so that's why <laughs> that's why I worry about what happens in the ring and not about what's playing while he's walking down. Dude, <laughs> fucking, uh, who else got a badass new theme this week? Uh, 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 Valkyrie, Taya Valkyrie. Um, what's her name in NXT? Bougie, fat. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. It's not near as good Frankie as Frankie Monet. Valkyrie. It's Frankie Monet, yeah, it's which not... is it's okay. But like, I, I already figured she's gonna put, get put in a Charlotte Flair box, and that name totally helps get it there. I don't know. Um, but she's got a badass new theme too. Can we can we fucking put out here that I didn't even recognize Charlotte Flair? She's gotten more. Yeah, holy again. shit. I, I wasn't sure if you were serious or not when you no, posted. No, I, I had no idea. I thought it was a new broad coming. I think in. it's like, a new haircut. And and I think maybe she looks a little bit smoother. Yeah, because I seen a I seen a second picture later on after we yeah. discussed it. For those of you, who, we're on our own conversation here. I seen a picture on on FB on Facebook, and I don't know. I think it was like uh, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair or something. But it didn't have yeah. the names. It just had the two pictures, and it's like, who do you got? And I was like, who the fuck's the other person with Rhea Ripley? And then like twenty seven <laughs> people are like, wow, Charlotte Flair. I said Charlotte Flair, and somebody's like, well, don't be nice to him. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah, I know, right? What? (laughs) I'm legitimately... Just let him troll you, I guess. I seen seen another picture, and uh, it was one that she posted. It was like an Instagram or something picture of hers that got put on another Facebook. And I was like, that does not look like her. It's really awkward, because I can't exactly pinpoint what's different, except for slightly the hair. The hair is not wavy anymore. The hair is super Great. different, but I think like the forehead and the eyes yeah, are different. She's, maybe she's like the smoother. nose. She, they ironed her. It's definitely something. Botoxing for sure, but yeah. it might be. Yeah, I don't know if it's something else or not. But and maybe it's just even the angle that she's filming herself at now. Or I don't know, but yeah. it just it really threw me off because I was legitimately like, "Who is this?" 
because she didn't look like an indie wrestler that I knew that possibly came in, and and it didn't look like Charlotte Flair. So good for Charlotte. Yeah, good Charlotte. <laughs> She's a bad group. <laughs> a good bad group. Are they? They're a good guilty pleasure band. We like guilty. Pleasures. It just reminds me of high school. It's fun times. We don't like high school. Uh, as we reported last week, Patrick Clark, aka Velveteen Dream, was released from WWE NXT. And a bit of an update, and this occurred after another wrestler alerted WWE officials about an undisclosed incident, according to Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Word is now that Dream was released after a top WWE talent went to company officials and alerted them about an incident that Dream was involved in. Although heavily rumored, the incident still has not been made public, but it involves cameras and bathrooms, folks. <laughs> there had been talk about Dream's behaviors from this from his arrival in NXT all the way through other places, such as when he represented WWE at Evolve shows in September 2018 and March of 2019. Dream issued a lengthy statement on his departure about his departure earlier this week in which he blamed the 2020 allegations on derailing any upward momentum he had with the company. He also declared that the dream is officially over, but Patrick Clark will live to fight another day. There's no word on what Clark might be planning for in the future, but he is signed under a standard 30-day non-compete clause with NXT contract, and he will be free to sign with another company after Saturday, June 19th. Fat Mac, where's he going to go? Will you know, anybody take him? I, I was going to say, it depends on what comes out after this. I hope like hell all of this seems to be much ado about nothing. because I'd rather God, see Enzo get talent. signed at this point. Really? He's good. Yeah, but, but, I mean, you know, Enzo's at least sat out his time. Yeah, but, I mean, Enzo Enzo has the charisma, but he doesn't have the in-ring work, where Velveteen Dream has it both. Yeah, he does. He does. I get that, but I don't know. He hasn't been proven innocent. Uh, well, neither has Enzo. He was just, dr- charges were dropped. Well, they, they, she wasn't a child. <laughs> you can't rape an adult? It wasn't a rape thing. It was a sending nudes to somebody who was underage, but still of legal age to receive them. Yeah, it was a whole, it's still a whole gray area that he hasn't been. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't think any I mean, of them deserve anything. And, you know, I, I'm the guy who still wants fucking um, the villain Marty Skrull to go to AEW, you know? It's it's really difficult. It really is. You know, I mean, um, I'm going to say something that is not popular and will probably piss people off. But obviously, to me, none of them are Benoit level. No. Or even Jimmy Snuka level. Yeah. But that being said, you know. Uh, I think that the difference the- is, is your victims in this kind of case live on. You know around. what I mean? Yeah. yeah they but have then, to live with it. But then, so you got, be- but then you go, okay, well, let's look at Hollywood. If somebody's a great actor, they can rape. 25 women and get found guilty. Well, I mean, still... look at Michael Jackson. Look at all the passes he got from everybody in the world. Well, let's go with somebody who's actually done. So I don't think Ma- Michael Jackson never got convicted of or even charged with anything. 
But you got people like uh, Robert Downey Jr., who's fucking now he's I you know one of the highest paid celebrities. You got uh, what's the cat from Two and a Half Men? You have him, Charlie uh, Sheen. Yeah, Charlie Sheen. Like all these people who you know we know have done horrible things. Uh, but look at um, what's old dipshit's name? Chris, Chris um, beat the shit out of Rihanna. Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Yeah, he's, he fucking remade Return of the Mac by Mark Morrison. That's sacrilegious. Like, people still buy his shit, and he beat the fuck out of her. And it's like, is you know, I'm not saying it's right that they do that. And I'm not saying it's, I don't know. Like, is it okay, then, if they do that for us to, like, wrestlers afterwards? Like, is there a grace period? We've all done bad shit, and we've all learned from it. Yeah. Do we do we let them get a pass at that if they you know if you haven't raped anyone in five years can you wrestle again like I don't know I don't know the answer <laughs> I, it's a really difficult question isn't it because it's a moral question and morals are it different is. with every single human being it you is. have different morals I feel like maybe if they go to a company where there's not I don't morals. know <laughs> WWE. <laughs> well, where would you like to see Dream? You know what? If if Dream is a hundred percent innocent of everything that's happened with him, I think he would be super awesome in Impact Wrestling. To be honest, I think he would fit that mold perfectly. I think he could be the second coming of um, Jay Lethal. Maybe. Oh shit. Um. So I would love to see him there. Uh, AEW, I'd love to see him in, but I, I, the same thing I say every time. AEW is so full. Like they need to axe people. Right. They gotta quit adding. They people. have two shows called Dark. That's how full they are. Yeah, two shows called Dark. Two shows on <laughs> TBS, and they still don't have enough time to get everybody fucking time. So it's like, goddamn. Um. I, I I liked him in NXT, so I I really don't know. Yeah, and who knows what you know? The dream character's over. Is he going to do a type of that, or is he going to completely reinvent himself? Man, I don't know. I I like the dream character. I I didn't like Agreed. when he was dream in the street fight match. Agree. So I don't know that I would like a different kind of Patrick Clark. I guess. Yeah, I'm right with you on that. But he honest. says Dream is over, so that the character has to be dead. So that's it's weird. It's weird, and I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I could see him to do well in New Japan. I even think maybe MLW could utilize him. Oh, MLW knows how to utilize damn near anybody. Sad part is, at, at least as at this point, they're just a, a a stepping stone to somewhere else. Yeah, they're a stepping stone to Impact, AEW, WWE, New Japan, but if, if, whatever. If, if AEW is going to bring in anybody with allegations, they got to bring Skrull in. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, the way you worded that, I'm going to agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a yeah. It's such a weird thing to talk about. You know. It's, I mean, they're, yeah. And, yeah, and, and I'm almost the on the line where I'm like, let's not give a pass to anybody because I don't think they deserve it. I don't right. know. But then, but then again, how far do you go there then? You know? Yeah. Is yeah, right. bad mouthing a woman, you know, is uh, 
let's look at everybody in history and professional uh, wrestling and make sure they never, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, sexually assaulted a woman. Yeah, well, and then you go to like Ricochet, where everybody got up in arms about that, and I defended <laughs> yeah. that, and it's like, yeah. well. Where do we draw the line? Maybe that is horrible. Maybe he does need to be fired because of that. I don't know. It's... I don't think he needs to be fired because of it, but he's not a heel, so why would you say that? That's that's just that's where I sit. Like, why are you trying to get heel heat? I don't get it. What, because WWE just ain't using you, right? So you're going to go out on a limb and try to make yeah. your own move? It's just that's not the right way to do it. I don't know. I yeah, don't... there's just there's just no real I don't have anything seriously wrong with it. It just put a bad taste in my mouth. And also, I, I find us kind of almost reliving the 60s, 70s, where America's in an influx right now, where we're changing, but there's a lot of pushback on the changing. Oh, yeah. But the saddest part about that is that we're reliving the 70s now, which... Means like in fifty years, people are going to be debating the exact same fucking right. thing yep. as we are now. Like that—that yep. that tells me that nothing's ever going to change, and that hurts me. I don't know. We've spent a lot of time on this. I, I think it's just time to move on because there is no real answer. Yeah. Um. So I guess I think if I remember twenty minutes ago, you started this one, right? Yep. All right. So I'm I'm moving on to the injury report. Only one on here today, which is good. We don't like any, but um the legendary Mikey Whipwreck is hosting his final training seminar and making his final public appearance this weekend as he's dealing with multiple health issues. He hasn't disclosed what they are, just that he's dealing with them. The ECW original took to Twitter and announced he'll be stopping all public appearances and looking forward to spending more time with his family. Now, for those of you who weren't around for the glory days of ECW, Whipwreck, who trained numerous wrestlers, including Jay Lethal, as I mentioned before, Tony Nese, Trent Breda, Matt Cardona, and Brian Myers, well, he revealed that he suffered at least 14 concussions in his pro wrestling career and is dealing with several, quote, medical and mental health issues. He started wrestling back oh, shit. in... I'm huh? sorry. You finish this and then we'll okay. talk about what I want He started to wrestling in 1994 and retired pretty much for the most part as any wrestler does in 2015, although he has had a few special matches since then and has been busy training, which had a lot of in-ring work as well. Yeah. Well, let's hope he can enjoy the rest of his hopefully long and, and, and enjoyable life outside of wrestling, which is a good place for anybody who spent a long time in wrestling. If you're an ECW original, it's probably time to take a look at your life <laughs> and enjoy <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> and you know what? Train Trent. And that got me thinking some big fucking news that we haven't talked about because there, there's no contracts yet. But Rocky Romero's been around AEW. He's been backstage. He's been on uh, being the elite, and he's been on Dark. Um, so, so maybe, maybe we get a Rapungi Vice reunion here soon. Yeah, it'll be interesting because he's another one who's quote unquote retired, but he's uh, he's made a few appearances in the past as well. So, I'll I'll tell you this. I don't give a shit if they put him in front of the camera or not, even though I love, I've loved every match I've seen of his. I'm a huge Romero mark. Always will be. But God damn, um, he was the booker 
and, and it has continued to be the book for quite some time in New Japan, but especially during their their glory resurgence. I would call that the uh, Okada Tanahashi era. And if AEW can use him in any capacity, whether it's behind the scenes, whether it's creative, whether it's in... Rapungi Vice? Uh, or Rapungi Vice. I mean, just, just in any way they can utilize his mind. That's where the gold is, because he's proven himself to be just a genius in pro wrestling. So whether or not he goes in the ring, if he does go in the ring, he's not going to do anything huge. He's going to be a Christopher Daniels. It's so crazy that he's been on AEW, because I could have swore Chavo killed him. I think Chavo... Chavo's killed a lot of people that are still alive. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, going back to Mikey Whipwreck, you know, he was... I put him in the short list of... Giant guys I seen work like cruiserweights, and I would say back in the er, uh, mid nineties, ninety five, six, seven. You know, I had to me it's Mikey Whipwreck, uh, La Parca, who is now LA Park, and the original Psychosis as these three big guys. I mean, they weren't super heavyweights, but they weren't cruiserweights. But goddamn, they always worked the very cruiserweight style and. Um, and he wasn't a luchador, so he really stood out in that way that he wasn't a luchador, and he still worked that. And he always wore his airbrushed fucking dragon print shirts that were just so him, but um, <laughs> it's so fun to watch. I, I loved him, and the the names we named here are just a smidgen of the people you know that he's trained. He's a great guy. I hope he does get a chance to rest and relax. Yeah. But there's no rest for the wicked this weekend, Fat Mac, because it's AEW Double or Nothing. We're we got some predictions down. to cast. Coming at you in the pre-show, we've got the NWA Women's Championship on the line in the pre-show. It's in the pre-show, Fat Mac. Well, I mean, that to me, the, to me, I'm okay with that being as it's another promotions championship. Yeah, but I mean, shouldn't you like showcase it to prove that you're, you know, appreciative of them? I don't know. It's I, weird. I don't know. I, I'm. Okay. <laughs> I guess this one for me personally, I'm okay with uh, another. Anyway, if it's got to be this or the AEW Women's Championship on the pre-show, I guess I'd have to say yeah, the NWA Women's right. Championship. We could always throw fucking Cody and Gogo on there. Let's throw but, Kenny Omega, you know. Cassidy, Pac on there. That's fine. <laughs> Could you imagine Nothing's going to happen. The internet fucking blowing up on that one. <laughs> Serves Woo. them right. Give the NWA Women's Championship the main event slot. Go for it. Serves for them it. right, you said. What the fuck did the internet do that it serves them right? Everything. It's the yeah. internet. Fuck them. That is true. The internet's awful. You don't listen to our podcast enough. So when this is over, replay it. Maybe two or three times. And leave a review. And go like the Facebook and and fucking suck my dick. Step up to the mic, baby. <laughs> As they say in downtown. Uh, so yeah, NWA Women's Championship. Serena Deeb is taking on Riho, which would be a very interesting NWA Women's Champion. I think she'd fit right in there because NWA has str- super strong ties with Japan. Yeah. Where I think uh, she would fit just fine. That being said, I think 
she's sticking with AEW, AEW sticking with her. I think NWA is behind Deeb. I know Pasty is not a big fan of Serena Deeb, but I am still behind her, even in her, um, uh, I'd say older age, but if, if she wasn't a woman, we wouldn't say that. So right, I hate yeah. saying that. Yeah. Um, with that being said, I think this would be an awesome match if it was given more time, but I can only assume it's not going to be given much time and it'll end up being an okay match. But Deeb keeps the title. Yeah, I think I think Deeb keeps the title as well. Riho taking it would be interesting, but the only way I could see that happening is if Riho actually goes to NWA. Also, you know, you said, what do you think of the women's championship being on the pre-show? I don't mind it. What if the women's championship changes hands on the pre-show? I think that's insulting. Yeah, yeah. So I guess that's one way to look at it also. Uh, you move on. We got uh, what at least is being advertised as the first match, which really blows my mind, but it's probably the most underwhelming championship match they've had on a pay-per-view to date. Take nothing away from any of the competitors. No, yeah, yeah. But we got the three-way match for the AEW World Championship. Kenny Omega defending his title against two formidable opponents in Orange Cassidy and Pac. Talk about a clash of styles, or a styles clash, if you will. Three ways, uh, all three yeah, of them. Yeah, I don't think I've seen a match with such different competitors ever, at least in a very long time. This Not should satisfy the senses on all levels. That's what I'm hoping for. It's 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 either going to be super entertaining or or come off pretty clunky. Yeah. So there's a fine line to walk there. But knowing these three competitors who can all put it on the line, I, I, I don't see them clunking out. The really weird thing about this, though, is all the buildup so far, promos and everything, has been between Omega and Cassidy. So, like, Pac's the afterthought, which is a dangerous place to, to put Pac mentally before your match. Right. But, uh, Damn. Not only that, I would say out of the three of them, Cassidy is probably the least promo guy out of them. Yeah. He. Um, well, they uh, tried to get him a sign a contract saying, oh, he can have a shot at the title at a later date or whatever, and he ripped the, the contract up. Then they had another contract, and yeah. he said something along the lines of, you know, if you, you, you need to reconsider this because if you take this match, I'm going to end your career. And so yeah. Cassidy kept the contract, and, and I don't know because – we're missing the episode currently as we're recording the go home show moved to Friday. So we don't know exactly what's going on right now. What the fuck happened, man? Basketball. Cause every man, how about that space jam too? Nobody knows anything about the space jam. I'm all about that. Bubba butter. No. Okay. What are you? What? What? Sorry. I don't I don't need anything you squeeze from your breasts to be churned. It oh it doesn't come from the breast, buddy. <laughs> oh, it don't come from the breast. <laughs> uh, chunky cum. Uh, cottage cheese. It's a delicacy in some nations, Lord. <laughs> ah, I'm going Omega because duh. 
And if this is the first match, I guess that leans into Kenny Omega as a heel so he can just kind of leave the pay-per-view early and be a heel. Yeah, I suppose. I, we don't even know that this is actually going to be, but... Yeah, I, I assume this was backwards when I went through it earlier today. Yeah, but it's not because, I mean, the final one is probably going to be the final one, so it's like... <laughs> well, the final one will be the final one. Well, but which I, one will that be? <laughs> I'm not trying to spoil it for folks. The one listed at the end of our list looks like it would be the one shown last on the page. <laughs> it's gonna be a fight to the finish. That's a good fucking place to stop. There you go. Um, yeah. <laughs> I want to fight past the finish. It's gonna be a fight through the finish. We don't care how many times they lose. Ah, uh, yeah. What do you got next? Ah, uh, we've got your AEW Women's Championship. Seeing Hikaru Shida defend her gold against. The ultimate number one contender, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. It's about time. Man, Britt Baker has to have been like the number one contender the entire time Sheeta's had the belt. And they've really put this off a long time, and I'm very much excited for this match. I think more than I've been excited for any Hikaru Sheeta match. Well, and at the same time, though, Britt Baker started out very green, and I think yeah. they would have fucked up throwing her right in there. So I think they've, I think they've done the right thing, building her up, building her. Well, they took the long road. They gave her the bloody ass match with. Uh, help me out here. Uh, with Thunder Rosa. Yeah, Thunder Rosa. And, and uh, oh yeah, and they've given her uh, Rebel, and they've they've really pushed the the Rebel deal. Mm-hmm. And. Um, I, I think this is one of the... Is it Rebel or Reba? I can never get that straight because of JR. It's her, fucking JR. Her, JR. Name, her name before she came to AEW was Rebel. <laughs> and before she hooked up with Dr. Britt Baker, it was Rebel. But Britt doesn't give a shit enough about her to learn her name, so she calls her Reba. But yes, it, no, Britt it is Rebel. No, Britt doesn't call her. That's the announcers. That's entirely that's No, entirely Britt, JR. Britt calls her Reba. <laughs> and Rebel always looks at her goofy when she says it. Um, her name is Rebel. It is not Reba, as she has pointed out before. But yes, um, she used to be part of the uh, Menagerie back in Impact. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. With I uh, never seen her anywhere before. With Crazy now. Steve and with uh, Mike Nux and with um, they called was him she the Crazy. Freak. They was called she him the freak ass? at the time, but it was Rob Terry who was just a horrible, horrible wrestler. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, she was uh, she was part of the Menagerie in Impact for quite a while. She's a, she's a solid wrestler. She's not an amazing women's wrestler, especially not compared to some of the women that she's been around. Obviously, but she's she's good enough that when I think she gets a chance to break off from Britt Baker, they can have some good matches together. Yeah. So you got So I guess I think this has been building for quite some time like you said and I think I I don't know a single person who is an AEW fan who thinks that Sheeta's walking away with her championship. Britt's taking it. She has to, man. She has to. This is her time. I hope this is a really good match though. I hope it's not a short one. I hope oh, they this give them the time. Be a great match. I hope they shine. Don't don't let them bleed because that's already been done, and I know AEW likes to just bleed all over the place. 
remember when Cody Rhodes bladed when he had somebody else in a hold? Yeah. <laughs> That was fun. That's, he was squeezing that fucking hard, dude. <laughs> it popped a blood vessel. <laughs> I've taken shits like that. that. <laughs> I'm still Eye pops out my way. head, you know, that kind of shit oh, just happens. Sometimes you can do like when Ramus, I think like Ramus Mysterio. Fiber. <laughs> I think the fiber's what's doing it. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> that's all you got going for you. Uh, Yeah, Britt Baker, hands down to win this one. Um, Yeah. Now we, we got the match everybody's in line for. Cody Rhodes versus Anthony Agogo. This, I mean, it's it's America versus the, the evil foreigner, which is, God, so shitty to do this year. But um, or it's so shitty to do just in the past decade. Yeah, but especially like now. Like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you can't. We, we went over this last week. You can't just, oh, America's a great place. No, no, no. America, America. Uh, uh, do you know this place? Do you know the last five years? Yeah, but you-, you know what's sad, Pasty, is wrestling fans are probably 75% oh, I know. good I know. boys. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Um, for whatever reason. Uh, for whatever reason. <laughs> and I mean, Agogo, isn't he just... Uh, isn't he just a black Englishman? So it's not even like he's yeah. like foreigner, foreigner. Right. He just happens to be black and he happens to come from England, which is where Cody comes from originally. I mean, I guess if you want to lineage his shit. <laughs> Weird. The son of a red coat. And if you really want to lineage it, I guess the first man came from Africa. So he's fucking pretty much Anthony Agogo at heart. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, nothing's on the line here. Cody Rhodes is the American dream in this match. So that says something, I think. I don't so, know. So what are you reading into that? I don't know. Honestly, I think a go-go is going to kick his ass. But because we're across the board very much the same on this pay-per-view, I'm going to say Cody. Yeah, I mean, to me... Cody's about to have a baby, you know? They need to write him off. A go-go could put over a new guy, you know what I mean? This guy is serious. He does some good shit. He's got some lethal fucking punches. He could could teach Big Show a thing or two. Yeah, but they're definitely not letting a go-go take Rhodes out. They're going to make it a big (sighs) name before he goes. Or he'll just step away on his own, a la Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Who, uh... Who I think literally only lost one title match and has held, I think it was like 13 titles and only lost one actual title match. <laughs> the rest were all <laughs> whatever. Um, that's why he's one of the greats. <laughs> that's why he's one of the greats. He doesn't lose. Uh, but I, I will say the red flag to me right here is that nothing's on the line. So I think a yeah. no wins. Yeah, because Cody has nothing to lose. He's, he can lose this and then do whatever the fuck he wants. If Cody bleeds in this at all, it better because a go go busted him open hard way. I hope, I hope it's got to be a hard way. I hope Cody Rhodes does a fucking test of strength where they're just fucking holding each other's arms and he just starts bleeding for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> like not even a chance for him to blade. Both his hands are ta- are taken up and just all of a sudden it pops like you. He could just pre blade like, oh, and shit. put that patch over it like Vince did when they Kevin Owens had. Yeah, they button. do that. Yeah. 
God, I swear that's what they had to have done in the fucking uh in the uh the war games, AEW war games, not called war games, um called Yeah, called, the uh blood the blood and guts. Yeah, blood and guts. Yeah. Because they bled real early, real fat. Like the first time he bounced off the cage. Yeah. Oh, it's the deadliest fucking cage I've ever seen in my life. I love it. <laughs> it was literally made out of a cheese grater. <laughs> Uh, no, I think this could be a good match. I mean, every Cody match has the potential to be a good match. Not not necessarily a great match unless you got the storytelling. I don't see the storytelling there in this one. Right. I mean, there's there's a bit of story, but the, the real story is here between Cody and Marshall. You know what I mean? Right. Um, it's, it's, it's Cody and QT. Yeah, but this is it's a good way to put over a new guy, and I think this guy could, could do some serious work in AEW. And he's going to have QT in his corner in this match. Let's not forget that. Yeah, who's Cody got? I don't know. Um, probably Robert. Probably got Dustin. Or who the fuck does he have? Ro- I, I would Doesn't... assume he's gonna have Dustin because he's coming out as the American Dream. You know what I mean? Oh, so you gotta have your brother having your back for that. I, Maybe. I, like, I don't know. Or Tully Blanchard <laughs> or something. Because <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't know. I don't know who's with him anymore. He's flip flopped so many times. In no, the short time he's, he's still been with here. Uh, the same uh, old guy he's been with. Um, Wasn't that fucking Tully? Or... No, Tully's with Pinnacle, dude. Okay, so he's with, uh, who the fuck is he with? It's not Roberts, because that's no, Lance Archer. No, fatter. It's not Arn Anderson. <laughs> yes, it is. Is it Arn Anderson? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's sad. Keep moving. Our, all, all Arn ever does is walks out with him and then holds a, like, a piece of paper in front of his mouth like he's saying things to Cody. That's all Arn did when And he Cody wrestled. just waits there for like 10 seconds. He's like nodding like, yeah, you've said enough nothing words. Let's go down to the ring. That's all Iron did when he wrestled. It's like, I everybody talks about the Four Horsemen and stuff, and it's like, yeah, the, the Four Horsemen were awesome. But it's like, Iron, what, you had the workhorse in, um, in Bobby, um, oh, I can't think of fucking Bobby. Uh, anyways. you you know what i'm trying to say arn anderson was the enforcer he kind of he was the puncher he didn't he didn't wrestle great he didn't talk great rick flair could fucking talk a storm up and then you had um god i can't think of uh the fucker's name but the other horseman who was great in the ring and of course horseman yeah we're not talking about him We're definitely not talking about Ole Anderson. This was after him, but it's yeah. Arn just kind of was there. That's why wasn't he was it the John enforcer. Cena? It was not John Cena. <laughs> Nonetheless, um, <laughs> we're really bad, huh? Then we have, I can name I the four horse women. I can almost name the four horse women of, of the UFC. <laughs> <laughs> can you? Uh, um. Shayna Baszler, Ronda Rousey, and the other two. One got fired. Why didn't the other one get fired? I don't know. Jessamine uh, Duke Jessamine and Marina Duke. Shafir. Yeah, Jessamine there. Duke. I got their names. Okay. Yeah, see, I did it. Now the original four horse women. Paige, Charlotte. <laughs> not Paige. Yes, Paige. No? No, not Paige. No. Bailey, Charlotte. Yes. Banks. And the man. Yep. And by the but, way, it's Barry Windham that I was thinking of. Not there Bobby. You go. I was I was thinking of Bobby Duncombe Jr. and Barry Windham somehow in my head. So yeah. 
Um, speaking of Barry Windham and Bobby Duncan Jr., we got the Casino Battle Royal, Pasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're going to be in it. Somebody's going to be in it, and we don't know who they are because they're the wild card. This match sees the incredible lineup of superstars such as Christian Cage versus Matt Seidel, Powerhouse Hobbs, Penta El Cerro, Mero, Jungle Boy, Matt Hardy, Mark Wen, Isaiah Cassidy, The Blade, Uno, Colt Cabana, Preston, Ten Vance, Griff Garrison, Brian Pillman Jr. Did you know that the Hollywood or the Varsity Blondes main evented the last week's episode of AEW Dynamite? That was really cool. Max Caster. That's that's Griffin Griffin Brian, right? Yeah, Griffin Brian versus the Young Bucks in the main event. Oh, good for them. I'm proud of them. Go back and watch that. Yeah, it's only because Dark Side of the Ring did the Brian Pillman. I'm I'm sure it is, but but that's, I mean, that's smart marketing. That's super smart marketing. Why not? Uh Uh-huh. That's that's when you because that's the time that the casual fans are gonna be like, oh, that name is hot in my head. Who is this? What is this? Yep. I watch. heard the name Brian Pillman. What's going on mm-hmm. here? Yep. Yeah, super cool that they did that. Then we got Max Caster, Anthony Bowens, QT Marshall, Nick Comatoro, Dustin Rhodes, Lee Johnson, and Daniel Bryan. What? I mean, to be announced. Oh, da- Daniel Bryan. <laughs> With CM Punk on his shoulders. <laughs> um, am I forgetting somebody or the name Nick Comoroto doesn't jump out at me? Uh, I think he's another one of the like the QT yeah, Marshall dudes. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, gotcha. I'm pretty sure he's like a Nightmare Factory family. Gotcha, kid. Um, so with this, I mean. As we say, with almost every Hello, battle man. royal, and especially with every casino battle royal. Oh, and um, the winner goes on to face the the AEW champion at some point. Yeah. As it always does. So that does limit who's going to win, as always, which I wish they'd get rid of that so it doesn't, but I get it. Come on, Evil Uno versus Kenny Omega. I'll pay for oh, it. That's a main event anywhere in the world. Hell Yeah. With that being said, I think the easy money, and I'm just going to go with the easy money since it's a battle royal, Christian Cage. I mean, Edge won one. Why wouldn't Christian? Edge won a casino battle royal. He won a battle royal. He won the Royal Rumble and went to (laughs) WrestleMania to get pinned by Daniel Bryan, who was pinned by Roman Reigns at the same time. So are you saying that if Daniel Bryan goes to the casino battle royal, Christian Cage is going to pin him? I mean, maybe. Not not that that eliminates him. It doesn't. I, yeah. It doesn't? Are you sure? I think pinfall? there might be pinfall. Is it pinfall on there? I, or is it a real bad royal? I don't know. Who knows? I know the one they did for the Dynamite Diamond Ring was pinfall. But I don't know yeah, if but that was every, pin- I, I I never remember that exists until they say it on commentary. Because that's because MJF's the only one who's ever won it, and he's won it twice. <laughs> it's the um, he only Andre, wears one ring, though. What the fuck? It's the Andre the Giant Battle Royal thing all over again. It's like, yeah, Except you can win he, it, but it'll he never actually mean uses anything. it though. It's a weapon that he used to knock out Chris Jericho on top of the cage. Well, before didn't somebody he pushed use him up. the Andre the Giant thing to hit somebody once? I'm sure. I'm sure. Like Braun Strowman's fucked himself in the ass with it a couple times. No, that was me. Oh, okay. He fucked me in the ass. 
with the statue, or was the statue just watching? It, I mean, it was in the corner dressed as Superman. We did lube it up, though. We lubed Andre it up for different reasons. In the corner dressed as Superman. <laughs> oh, boy. That's awesome. <laughs> I don't know, Pasty. Ah, uh, Casino Battle Royal. I'm going Christian Andre Cage, the Giant. Pasty. You think that dick looks small in his hands? Um... Uh, <laughs> You know, it's the only. You know what? I would love to see Andre the Giant's fucking penis. Yeah, it's probably the, the only thing about him normal can, sized. One of the few penises I could honestly say, like I would like if if it's not like if it's proportional to him, his life sucks because he's not fucking a lot of women. <laughs> he's definitely not getting blowjobs. Yeah, like they if that's proportional. It. Like, no way. They can lick it. It'll be dry by the time they get around to the other side. Yeah. Like, that, that would that would legitimately suck. It wouldn't even be cool. No, it wouldn't legitimately. That's the problem. Yeah, it would legitimately not get sucked. <laughs> Legit. Uh, Casino Battle Royal, Pasty. I'm going Christian Cage. <laughs> I'm going Daniel Bryan. So you're you're going with your TBA. Are you I going Daniel gotta. Bryan or are you going TBA? I'm uh, DBA. Just, just fucking specify so that we know what the fuck's going on next week. I mean, it's TBA, but okay. it's Daniel Bryan. So it's well, you can you can make that fucking argument later on in the show, <laughs> so you don't have to be so goddamn poignant about it right now. <laughs> Trying to help you get a fucking point here because uh, it's gonna be TBA. You know, ah. Then we got Hangman Adam Page versus Brian Cage. And you know, we made this match because your names rhyme. Cage versus Page. I want him in a tag team. The, the Cage, Cage and Page, Page connection. I want the Cage and Page rage. <laughs> yes. And they just they get drunk. All- yes, they could be a good fucking bar fight team. Why not? Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, and Brian Cage yeah. already started turning face after he lost to Sting and Darby in that cinematic match when he's like, got respect for you, Sting. And then everybody in Team Taz was like, whoa, what are you doing? You can't talk like that. And then they get, uh, and then you got Hook just being their 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 beer guy. He just goes <laughs> runs, get some drinks, wipes shit up when they spill it. He's bigger than Taz, hair. but he's still so tiny. He holds their hair back when they're puking in the bathroom. Yeah, Hook sucks. I love he does suck. Hook is just horrible. I said it from the beginning. Why not just let him get... Fu- they push too many people. I hate to say it. They need to let people train. Dude, I think nepotism is bad in WWE, but it's way worse than AEW. It's at least as bad. We can yeah. easily say it's at least as bad for sure. And it, maybe that's just everywhere you go, I guess. But when you're fans of something, you notice it more. Yeah. Uh, Hangman Page versus Brian Cage. Uh, well, Brian Cage beat Page once already. I don't think that that's happening again. I'm going Hangman. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Hangman Page gets this one. Page laid down for Cage already. That that helped his career. Uh, Page needs A to lot. keep. He needs to keep going because he's got to be the guy Page. who eventually takes it off of Omega, right? That's the, that's how you finish out the story. I, I don't know if that is, but I do see him as being a future champion in the not-too-distant future. So, yes, don't get me I wrong. This is good. I don't think Paige is the first one to take a title off of Omega. I think it's probably the last title Omega loses on his fall back to Earth. I think before the Mega Championship? 
or after the Mega Championship? Uh, that's AAA. Correct. I I think AAA is probably the fir- first one he loses, just because Long there's two ago. Impact belts. I don't know. There's not two Impact belts. He just uses two Impact belts. Well, there is. Well, there's okay. Impact and TNA. Sorry, God, <laughs> technicality. <laughs> there's two belts, and he's gonna continue. He's not gonna unite them. There's gonna be two belts because it looks better. Right, he'll he'll right, maybe right, right. unite he them when them. he picks up another one, but we'll see if WWE prevents that from well, happening. I mean, they were united before he won it. That's the thing. Remember, there's a whole unification match. They between... said that, yeah. but Rich Swan always came out with two belts after Rich that. Rich had one, and then when Omega won it, he just started carrying the TNA belt. No, around. Rich came out to that match with two that belts. That match, correct, that match, but not before that. It was, it was like one of those things, it's like, He's the belt collector. Let's hook him up. And why not? Uh, it yes. does look better. Especially when he actually wears them. Has he even wore any of the other belts on Dynamite yet, or is that strictly an impact thing still? No, he's wore them all. At first, he had uh, Michael Nakazawa wearing them, and then a bunch of people online bitched about it because Nakazawa doesn't deserve to hold the championships. Even though he was being used as like a, a belt stand and it was comedy and it was good, like right. I liked it because Nakazawa's pretty small and when there's four belts on him, you can't really see him much. That's and him. It's awesome. Yeah, it's all yeah. him. <laughs> He's <Yeah>. all belt. <clears throat> it was Probably. awesome, but people had to go and cry about it. The now Omega's everything. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you, Internet. I'm still here. I'm still here and still fuck you. I love you, Internet. Keep Keep listening to us. Keep subscribing. Go to our Facebook page. One of us has to be the heel commentator. It's fine. I know, but we just switch throughout the episode. <laughs> yeah, That's the funny yeah. part. <laughs> uh, then we've got the TNT Championship on the line. Did things change? Because there was three names here before. Well, yeah. Did you just get rid of the one name because nobody knows who it is? Well, it's it's the uh, the. It's the one half of top flight. It's Dante Martin, and it's like oh. he he just happens to have a match tonight against Miro for the TNT Championship. He's not winning. No, I love Top Flight. Think they're fucking awesome. I want to see them on every fucking AEW show. But they got to do tag team stuff. I love watching them uh, here in Minnesota. I've watched them live. I've uh, seen them. I've talked to them. But uh, but yeah, he's not winning the championship from Miro. So. This weekend, it's going to be Miro versus It's not going to be. Did you know we had Darby Allen versus Danhausen in Minnesota not that long ago? Uh, for yeah, first, first wrestling. Dude. Yeah, and first I'm wrestling. I'm so pissed. I'm so pissed. I got to get. I got to get. Into Dude, some of those have you ever fucking tried to get tickets to first wrestling? You have no, to they get them within the first fat. couple weeks. Yeah. Like, yeah. the first week or two. That's it. That's. Shout out to Eric Cannon. That's Eric Cannon's promotion here in uh, Minnesota up in the. Uh, Twin Cities area, Minneapolis, St. Paul, First Street in uh, Minneapolis. Great fucking pro wrestling. They get so many great artists. It's such an awesome show. They go all out. Um, they had wrestling do a concert at their, one of their shows. Yeah, yeah. They've had burlesque shows at their shows. They, they, they're entertainment. Like, they are yep. awesome. Big well, shout out to an entertainment wrestling. state. Eric Cannon smart. Quit For sure. Um, Down. Yeah, I do have a. I actually have a. Um, 
I have an awesome, uh, I wouldn't say poster. What's the middle between a poster and a uh, 8 Fire. by 10 Somewhere in between there. Let's say a small poster uh, from First Wrestling with a bunch of some of the uh, best women wrestlers on there. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart is on there. Um, so many in, what were independent women um, that I got signed. And it's kind of sullied at this point because at the bottom... This was before. This was before everything came out. Um, it's got a uh, um, Joey Ryan's signature with a little <laughs> penis blugeon, and it's like at the time that was really cool, and now I look back and it's like God. Record a video of you burning this it. This is kind of solid. I know, but I don't want to burn it because all these <laughs> awesome women have signed it for me. So I don't want to burn it. <laughs> you know, it's like. Well, maybe you can maybe help I'll him and his comeback at the same time. Either you know that, or maybe I mean? I'll do something over it, or I'll just leave it as it is because it's part of history, whether it's positive or negative. There you go. There you go. Uh, I pick Miro. Uh, we didn't even say who he's fighting because he's fighting. <laughs> didn't we? Where have we been? Murder Hawk. We were talking about the missing guy in the match. Murder Hawk, Lance Archer. The Man, missing this guy is... was Lance Archer because you didn't say him. No, it was the third guy. There was a third guy here when we got together. The third man. The third nipple. Uh, Miro versus Lance Archer is a long time coming. Lance Archer is about the only other big guy who deserves a shot at the TNT Championship. Really looking forward to this match. I think Lance has been there longer, and he deserves to have the TNT Championship. But if you take it off of Miro right now, that's fucking stupid. That's where I sit. Okay, so I'm um, pretty much 180 from you here. Um, first of all, I'm not looking forward to Miro versus Lance Archer. Miro's had maybe one good match since he's come here. Lance, and He Archer's- won the ta- championship in that match. Lance Archer's maybe had one good match since he's come here. Um, these two don't need to be in the ring together. It's a recipe for disaster. That being said, also... It is. It is. A, it's going to be. Um, you know, I know Dave Meltzer has gone on record saying they have no plans of changing the TNT Championship name, but with uh, AEW moving to TBS... A title change would be a great time to change the name of it. Plus, <clears throat> I don't think I mentioned this last week, and I really made a mental note to do it, and then I didn't. You gave you gave Brody Lee Jr. the TNT Championship and retired that one or whatever, and then just made an exact replica. Why not change it and just let him be the only one that has that belt? Yeah, yeah, I can and see. make a bra- It doesn't have to be a TBS belt. It doesn't have to be. Uh, it can be whatever. I don't care what you pick because everybody's gonna bitch no matter what you call it. Right. But uh, I think that I think a title change is a good way to do it. Um, <clears throat> I think I think Lance Archer should win. But I say all this saying Miro's going to win. They're not it would be stupid right to give thing. it to Miro and take it off him right away. Yeah, if you're I, trying I to agree. make him look I like agree. a monster, he's got to have it. He had one he maybe good should, match finally. He it longer, though, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you want to build it, keep it for a while. He's had one good match. Don't have him lose right after that. I mean, 
Right. You can't really say it was a good match because it was a guy against against Darby Allen who didn't really get any offense in. Yeah. So it's, I think um, this will be Miro's first good match because it's against somebody who's sized like him. They should beat the shit out of so. each other. It would be nice. The only thing that would make this match better is if you had Jake Hager and Wardlow in it. No, no, no. Just no, get no, all no, the big no, dumb no. muscle. Put put fucking Brian Cage in there. No, 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 no. Come on. Slow down, Pacey. Let's do it. You're turning into the turn a little too hard. <laughs> <laughs> Hold back a little bit. I just I think there's too many large sized dudes in AEW, which isn't a company built around large sized dudes. You know what I mean? Good. These are all guys who should be going after your top championship, and they're lucky to get to go after your mid card championship because AEW supports a different style of wrestler. Right. It's awkward to me that they're all there. So why not just fucking? They should have the 305 live division. <laughs> I was, you know what? I was, um, I was sitting there talking to my son the other day, and I just was like, I really, and this is probably stupid because there's there's better things I would have loved to see change, a hundred percent. But the only thing in my mind that I'm really intrigued to see that would have changed is how would AEW look if we hadn't had the COVID nineteen outbreak. Because yeah. they, you have to assume they changed so much to try to survive. I mean, no, no other company's been built and then had that happen in the same, There's, you know, twenty four months. If COVID nineteen never uh, happened, the exploding barbed wire death match might have been a better explosion, just because they would have been using a different explosives company in like Chicago or something. You know well, what I mean? Maybe. But you can almost guarantee we never would have had a, uh, a, a stampede stadium. We never would have had a lot of these. I mean, a lot of the the WWE stuff they've done, I think, was out of necessity. Uh, I think I, the stadium know, stampede was but, one of the last things they did with live fans in attendance. They just did that part in the stadium without fans watching because there was people watching from the arena on on the screens. I remember that clearly. But that it was at the beginning not, of the pandemic. Yeah, right now, last like, year, WWE is just pulling out of doing touring. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, but it's it's very... I don't think they would have been as WWE as, as they've gone if no, yeah, they didn't yeah, have they to deal with the pandemic. Because you can't be an alternative when... Yeah. When, they're not on the road. Nobody's they're not doing, doing anything. Yeah, yeah, the only thing no they fans. had to pay any attention to was their the, the ratings war between them and NXT. Yeah, and you basically have it. to... You have to fight fire with fire, and that's what they did. And what came out of that? We got war games in AEW. Yeah. Yeah. I'm interested in seeing people going back to That's that's just my only point. It's just like I I feel like, like you said with the big (laughs) men, I don't think the the world title picture would look the same if they didn't have to compete, if they could have just done themselves. I I honestly think they they were forced into very much being WWE-esque to survive, which is I don't think there'd be a forbidden door right now if it wasn't for COVID. Probably I think all not. the companies would be doing fine on their own, and, and New Japan would probably still not need AEW. You know, it's... Yeah, and AEW probably would never even try... They, they would try to be the WWE of them and not go to other people and just own their own stuff. And Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, NWA 
would have had power growing and they wouldn't have to have uh, Thunder Rosa on AEW. We never would have had the amazing matches we had with her. Yeah, so many different things would have changed in the entire world. But when you just think of wrestling, it's like, wow. Yeah, because, I mean, all year it's been kind of pulling back, holding off on your big matches that you want to have in front of a live audience. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah. And the shit that they have gone through with, like the exploding barbed wire death match, didn't go over as well. Yep. And we don't even need to talk about WWE because we know WWE pulled a lot of stuff just because of what it was. And and for better or worse, they, they, they did the they same exact WrestleMania two years in a row. You know what I mean? This is a pirate creative and a, very, uh, a lot of non-creative. <laughs> they, they threw Rey Mysterio off of a building and took out his eyeball. You got to do that sometimes. Uh, we both said Miro, right? Is that where yeah, we're yeah, it's okay. Miro. Um, then we go on to uh, the stadium stampede and this edition. If the inner circle lose, they must disband. And so uh, we're seeing the inner circle compro- comprised of Chris Jericho, Jake Hager, Sammy Guevara, Santana, and Ortiz taking on the pinnacle of MJF, Wardlow, Sean Spears, Cash Wheeler, Dax Hardwood. Yeah, I um, go ahead, pasty. Well, Jericho said it multiple times in the last couple of weeks. The only way Inner Circle is ever going to stop coming after Pinnacle is if Inner Circle is no more. I I, I think this has got to be Pinnacle winning it, and then that turns them towards the super elite, which is weird because now we're going to have like a face MJF almost because you can't. Go face with Omega, right? You can't go face with MJF. I don't like Inner Circle breaking up either, for the record. I think they could continue to ride it. I just, at the same point, I don't I don't want to see Pinnacle versus Inner Circle a thousand Honestly, times. Honestly, I could see the Super Elite breaking up before either Inner Circle or Pinnacle. Yeah. Because... You see, they're they're all ego in the super elite. Yeah, where you kind of only have Jericho. You, and you only matter if you have gold and yeah, yeah. And the inner circle, Jericho and 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 somewhat Guevara kind of have the the whole attitude. And then I don't know, maybe Spears along with MJF and the Pinnacle. But the rest, yeah, it's um, I don't know. What you say makes sense. Um, Inner Circle has been around enough to run its course, and let's not forget Jericho Cruz is coming up pretty soon, so there'd be a good reason to write off Jericho for a while, and maybe some other. Guys. He's also going on tour here very soon. Um, which is a, a major reason. Yeah, yeah, we don't like Fozzy. Uh, they got like uh, three good songs, but um, honestly, I was fifty-fifty on this. And when we were doing our picks, I purposely left this open because I was like, you know what? Just whatever you don't pick, I'm going to pick. So so since you picked Pinnacle, I'm picking Inner Circle. Okay. That's what I'm going with. There was no rhyme, reason, or thought into that other than, you know what? I could see it going either way. I'm okay either way, and both sides are swearing there's going to be no comedy in this match, which I'm very interested to see how this goes in comparison to last year's. I liked last year's. And you, I wasn't the fan so of it. Correct. So it'll be um, interesting to see how this pans out. I don't know if I'm going to like this year's if it's not funny. 
and maybe I'll love it. I don't, <laughs> you know, it'll be, in, again, it'll be interesting. It's just going to be, if it's not funny, it's just going to be a hardcore match in an empty fucking football stadium. And that's not cool. That what if they, what if they just funny. keep it to the ring the whole time? Yuck. But what if they win all in on the comedy? What if they throw Jericho off the top and he lands on a bed with cardboard on top of it? And the whole internet kills itself. Well, no, you got to have sparklers come go off. <laughs> yeah. It's an exploding it. bed match. <laughs> it's an exploding pillow fight. Almost, you know what I'd almost like it if they did that like in the middle of it? <laughs> yeah. Like just did a spot like that in the very middle just to kind of be like, you know uh, what? We get it. We fucked up. We can make fun of ourselves. Yeah. I kind of like little things like that. I do too. I just looking at all these guys, I would rather see this as a comedy match. That's just But can you see Wardlow, Sean Spears, Cash Wheeler, and Dax Hardwood doing comedy? I could see Cash Wheeler and Dax Hardwood doing comedy. Really? Sean Spears Sean Spears doesn't matter what he does and Wardlow's a pretty much quiet guy anyway. And then you got Jack Hager. I can't really see him doing comedy. Um, he's tried it in WWE. It never worked out right. He did. A, he was some comedy stuff in the Stadium Stampede last year with the yeah, sitting down at the work, bar and having a drink right. with Paige, and then they started beating the shit out of each other or My whatever. Point is it didn't work out right. To but um, Jericho, Santana, Ortiz, Super can do comedy. Guevara, as long as he went out there and tried to put on a great fucking pro wrestling match, he'd be funny. Shut up. <laughs> So I just, I he's just got talent. He just hasn't been able to shine yet because he's been in the. Industry. He's got talent. It's just that his non-talent is so much stronger. You can't fucking see it. Fat Mac likes Jake Hager better than Sammy Guevara. Oh, one hundred. Oh shit, yeah. Terrible. Does anybody like Guevara better than Jake Hager? Yes, I think most people. I don't think so. Let us know. Facebook.com slash beefsticks podcast. How many um how many college wrestling matches has Guevara won? Five. No. The answer is zero. Ah <laughs> uh, I don't know. Wardlow and Jake Hager are both boring. I feel like they're just gonna kinda cancel each other out in this match. I agree Jake Hager's boring in, in a match like this. Yeah. Uh, well, he's not, boring I'm, in wrestling in general. Yeah, I mean the I'm MMA a, stuff where he's kneeing guys in the te- in the dick, that's cool. Dude, but, I'm uh, not a Jake Hager fan. A hundred percent. But if you're gonna give me a wrestling match and you're gonna have Bell to Bell, Jake Hager, or Sammy Guevara. I'm going to enjoy watching Jake Hager better because at least the match Sammy's is got be the flippy dudes, though, man. Yeah, but so does 90% of everybody on this show. Uh, How many people have Jake Hager's wrestling style on this show? Wardlow. No, he doesn't. Shut up. <laughs> They're the same person, Fat Mac. Wardlow does not have an amateur wrestling background. <laughs> They're the same person. He's a punch and kicker. Same exact person. There's kicker. no difference. Lance Archer, too, and Miro. They're all the same person. Yes, and then we have tag match. <laughs> Sting and Darby Allen taking on Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. God, I'm so looking forward to this match. It doesn't make sense. It's it, I guess it's Sting's first match in front of a live audience and not cinematic form, which is kind of cool. But at the same point, is it going to be good? 
I don't know if it's I don't know if the in ring match is going to be good. And I know I just spent the last while talking about how they I started building Vegas towards this shit, match but... two seconds after Miro won the championship off of Darby Allen. This match better be fucking good because they totally <sighs> overwrote Miro's victory. By having Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page attack well, Sting and, and, right afterwards. And first of all, let, let me, okay, if we want to get into this shit, first of all, there's no reason for Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page to tag together. We have no, no. reason why they're Ethan team. Page left Impact because he wanted to be a single star. <laughs> and Scorpio Sky was in a successful tag team. It's like, <laughs> makes no sense. Uh, get I, I get that. Uh, Sting Darby Allen have no reason to tag together. We've still never been given a reason other than they both have face paint. <laughs> they both have faces. Uh, <laughs> with that being said, these four guys in the ring together. And, you know, baseball bats and skateboards, it's all sports. And I'm gonna that's s- it. That's that the thing they have in common is they're b- big sports fans. And we know that Sting in any match he's going to have has to be a tag or multi-person match. or it has I to want be Derby Allen and Sting's sports podcast to be a thing. We could do that. They just talk about anything but wrestling, but they don't really know anything about it. (laughs) Bats are cool. Yeah, skateboard. I hit things with them. (laughs) My skateboard has three wheels. (laughs) Don't they usually have four? I don't know where the other wheel went. (laughs) I hit somebody with it. (laughs) Uh, But but honestly, still, I mean. I love their voices. Their podcast voices are awesome. They are the best, aren't they? This this match, I should probably be bitching because it doesn't have any real story to it, but I just see these four guys, and I'm just loving it. I'm sorry. I'm so excited to see this match. It's really, it it does. It sounds like an amazing match, provided Sting isn't in it so much that he looks bad. I don't think he will. I think all three of these young guys, I, I think they have... Sting in his right spots. I would assume Yo. so. And we're talking the Sting and Darby Allen tag team. You know what makes more sense than Sting and Darby Allen? What's that? Dan Housen and Darby Allen on a team. Oh, those two. Because one's awesome. the straight man and one's the fucking funny dude, yep. and they're both they painted. Both got the face paint. They're, well, that's they already have the they already have more in common than Darby and Sting. <laughs> they're both uh, they're both indie darlings. Yep, they're both little guys. And... Um, Dan Housen would be the uh, veteran of the two, but. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that you know what would be great? Oh, you know what would be great? I don't know how much you know about Danhausen, but he, in the in the Indies, he has teamed with uh, uh, this character called Dan the Dad. And his, <laughs> his, his gimmick is he's a fucking dad. Like, he's super dad all the way. Every dad cliche <laughs> you can think of is what he, he wears to the ring and how he acts. I would love to have Dan Housen come in, start a feud with Darby Allen, and then he introduces Dan the dad as Darby's dad. <laughs> <laughs> like, that would... Sting's not your father, Darby. <laughs> I found your father. Because Dan the dad, I mean, there's probably a big enough age difference, or at least you could play it off that it would be, oh, where, let's bring Dan the dad into fucking AEW because now I'm I'm loving this. This is what I want to see. Dude, Dan House in an AEW would just be perfect because you got, you got Darby, you got Orange Cassidy, you've got a lot of people he can work with. On a lot of different levels, oh, he could 100. be he could be the leader of the fucking Dark Order. Very nice, very evil. 
he fits with Dark Order perfectly. I don't, I don't, I just, why is he stuck with Ring of Honor right now? Why? Because they were the only ones willing to give him money. Of all the fucking places, man. Of all the fucking places. Hey, he's been huge on the indies and uh He yeah, he really is. And no, I Ring think he's of like Honor the, the only one, one of willing... the top prospects out there right now. Oh yeah. Ring of Honor was the only one willing to take a gamble on him though. He wouldn't work in WWE, so let's just first put that up. No, out. yeah. He, I mean he would work in NXT, but he wouldn't work in WWE. He'd work in Impact. It, oh. it, it, if Broken Matt was still there, that would be awesome. He does work in ROH. I mean, he works very well there, but... Yeah. Yeah. But, like, it, it just goes into what I said earlier, where I feel like AEW is made more for for normal-sized people. You know what I mean? It's not about the big guys, and that's what I, I feel weird every time there's a new big guy on the block. I'm like, why? why? That's not what this is about. And then there's, like, a whole division of them now, and it's... Yuck. <laughs> Yuck. Yuck. I don't mind I don't mind having your big guys because that's fine. I think back of uh You gotta have a Jay- couple, yeah, but I, I don't think you need ten and they're getting real close no, to that. Because I think of JCP, I think of the old Memphis territory, uh, I think of world class wrestling, where most of your guys were either A smaller fit guys or B average guys and by average i mean you're between six foot and six three but you had a bulbous gut and you had a beard and you might have been balding and you had chest hair and you know you weren't this big but wwe you went up north uh, what they would call new york had Mm. all of the you know chiseled physiques and no body hair and orange spray tans and uh you know, me growing up, we go back to the very first episode we recorded. I was more of like an NWA Jim Crockett person. I liked having, you know, look at when uh, NWA was huge. The guys on top were Ric Flair and Sting. Yeah. Sting, although not small by today's standards. He wasn't big. At yeah. that time, he was considered a small guy. And Ric Flair... Has never had a chiseled physique. In fact, he yeah. was actually quite bulbous before he got in his plane accident. And uh, yeah, he's never been a, a super tall feller. And it's yeah, I've I've always liked that. I've always liked the the middle of the road person because those are the people you see actually win bar fights. Yeah, no, I just when when AEW was conceptualized, I got on this thought that it was going to be the show about work rate. You know, it was going to be your show with the talent who can put on the five, six star Dave Meltzer matches. And it's just, it's not shaping up the way I had envisioned. I think that comes back to COVID though. I think that was their original plan. And I think they had to change with COVID because you can't, you can't in order to be that work rate five, six star shows, you have to have the people coming in from all over the world. Yeah, because we don't have all that in America. You know what I mean? You can't make your well, and you can't make your own niche. Yeah, and you, you in nothing like yeah. Yeah, there's, there's no room for started. risk taking when there's not ticket sales. Exactly. ROH, Impact, MLW, and and WWE were all hot when AEW started, and then everything shut down. <laughs> it's like yeah, that's not the time. You can't make. You can't gamble. 
So it's like, okay, we have to pull the WWE. So hopefully in the years coming up, we see uh, more of a transition, I'm hoping. Yeah. Because the plus about AEW, you know, and I'll I'll be the first to say AEW is basically um, the alternative WWE. I don't see it as different like Impact or MLW or Ring of Honor. But the thing they have going for them is they're not a publicly traded company. So at any time... They want to pull that trigger that back in the day Vince did during the Attitude Era when he wasn't a publicly traded company. They can. Yeah. They can at any moment flip the fucking switch. And I I like knowing that. Um, Is that enough talk about Sting and Darby? (laughs) Yeah, I think so. I think so. We're really good at this. Uh, Main event, at least uh, what is slotted. Tag Team Championships. We'll see the Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson defending their titles against John Lee and Eddie Kingston. Yes, the Wild Things. They're the Wild Childs. This is going to be good, I think. It's going to be a clash of styles. But Young Bucks are really good when in this situation. And if the Young Bucks are in a good situation, they put on stellar matches. Oh, fuck yeah. So, I, I honestly, to me, it doesn't even matter that Moxley and Kingston are in this match. And I think they're going to win. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be a good match. I'm just kind of numb to it. I'm like, yeah, it's going to be a good match. There's... There, there's no risk here. There's no gamble. This is double or nothing. Where's the, where's the fucking? I don't know. This is easy. Where's simple the double? Play. We just got nothing. Yeah. I don't so, know. This, this is gonna be cool. I mean, there's no stipulation, so it's gonna well, be. Well, I a, mean, other than the, the the titles are on the line. Well, yeah. I guess so. Then the ref can call it how they want. I still don't think there's going to be a whole lot. There's going to be some outside of the ring action, obviously. But I don't think there's going to be a lot of weapon. Um, <laughs> Pace is like, Sammy Callahan! <laughs> That's been your go-to, man. Yep. Moxley Callahan. Little, little switchblade conspiracy. <laughs> it's not the right time for him to show up, though. <laughs> Not I, I a big team match. There's already a team, unless the young bucks have a third buck in their back pocket. I don't know. It's the third buck. God damn it! It's Buck <laughs> Rogers of the twenty fourth and a half century. It's Fred Durst from Three Dollar Bill, y'all. Do I get that reference? Oh, it's the first Limp Biscuit album was called Three Dollar Bill, y'all. Since it's the third the... buck, it's a three dollar bill. Oh. Get it? Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, it's loose, but I get it. It's loose, very loose. So you think's winning? Well, I was gonna let you go, but that's okay. Um, I already said it doesn't matter that John Moxley and Eddie Kingston are the match, but I'm picking them. Oh, that's I said that you're picking them. You're yes. picking Moxley and Kingston? Yes, Wild Things. Okay. That's, yes. 
I don't know what you always, you fucking, you, you make up teams that don't exist and you expect me to know who the fuck it is. I don't know. No, AEW makes up these teams. Those Young Bucks you versus like. Moxley and Kingston and you pick wild things. I don't know who the fuck that's supposed to be. I think that's a book with some kid in his pajamas. No, that's where the wild things are, which is AEW. <laughs> uh, I'm going with Bucks <laughs> because... Moxley and Kingston, although great together, are, again, they're singles guys. And the only way I see them winning it is if they lose it quickly, and I just don't want to see that happen. That's what I kind of think, though. They they take it off the Bucks, and then they lose it to the Good Brothers. And then you can further that rut between the Young Bucks and the Good Brothers for the eventual dissolving of the Super Elite. But at the same point, they got to have some of them with the pinnacle coming up. I don't know. My brain hurts when I think about this stuff. Because I can see things clearly, but then it, like, doesn't make sense, and I don't like that. Yeah, and I just, I guess I don't know. The Bucks, it took them so long to get it, longer than I think most of us thought it ever would. To strip them of it is kind of sad also, I guess. You know, last week on Dynamite, Moxley and Kingston stole the Young Bucks' very expensive shoes what if Kingston comes out halfway through the match and says, hey, we're going to light your shoes on fire unless you lay down and give us those titles? I think that would severely uh, diminish the value of the titles. I don't think Moxley and Kingston would keep them for long. I think they would just be transitioned. No, but I mean the fact that they they would be willing to give up their titles for fucking shoes that they could buy more of. And yes, they're fucking limited edition badass shoes. But I mean, to me, that's would you rather have fucking gold championship gold or shoes? If you're yeah, but this is wrestling. Wrestling world logic is retarded. Oh, I said a bad word. It's very stupid. (laughs) Yeah, but again, you should still. Like, the gold should be the top. Always. Forever. Yeah. I don't I wouldn't like that. I think that'd be shitty. The shoes are going to play something, too, because they've been overplaying the fucking shoes. I want the Good Brothers to wind up with the Young Bucks shoes. They're nasty-ass that feet. That actually would be cool. I like that'd that. That'd be funny. Yeah. Gallows can beat off in them. They can turn them into a bong. They can do all the things the Young Bucks hate. <laughs> <laughs> The, the young bucks hate masturbation. They just—I don't know. They—they—they they, they act all business. Or do they like just hate the, when people the... masturbate into their shoes? Well, I would assume because I don't like that either. To be honest, <laughs> not a big fan of people masturbating. No, you don't like gel insoles. <laughs> the gel insoles—that's great. <laughs> I love it. Uh... I love it. And then we got a tiebreaker. Who is the to be announced in the Battle Royal? And of course, I'm saying Daniel Bryan with CM Punk on his shoulders. So you're going only with the Daniel first, Bryan. Only the first name matters. Yeah, CM, CM Punk is just something I always get. You always have to toss it in when there's a, an, an unannounced name. And um, although, not- although if Riho wins, then you got Deeb, CM Punk, and Gallows all representing different companies, and they could do the straight-edge society again. Who is CM Punk representing again? UFC. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we'll go with that. (laughs) 
WWE? Um, I don't know. I I am trying not to to pull another uh, disappoint ourselves deal when you know there's a two be announced and everybody thought Christian Cage was going to be CM Punk and. Uh, Brock I don't think Lesnar it's been long Daniel enough that Bryan. it could be. Uh, I don't think it could be Samoa Joe yet, right? He's still got some time to sit. Um, ninety days is three months. It ain't. He was let go though, so he shouldn't have a compete clause. I think it was, or no, if he was let go, I, I, I think wasn't his contract up? No, Daniels was. Yeah, That's Daniels where I'm saying was. Daniel could actually show up here. Joe was cut. Uh, he was cut in the spring cleaning right after uh-huh. Mania. Nonetheless, we, after we, he stood out in the rain for that company. Nonetheless, it's not Daniel Bryan, it's not Samoa Joe, it's not Brock Lesnar, it's not Kurt Angle. I think it's Daniel Bryan just because um, they didn't build it up as a big name. You know what I mean? They didn't say nothing. Well, about I'm going to say they, they really have. Yeah, they haven't built it up that it's anybody special. So I'm going to go with uh, somebody that actually makes sense and uh, would be great in the battle royal. And I'm going to say the Big Show is there. Oh no! Yeah. Well, why wouldn't don't, it? Why wouldn't don't you? Put another big man in my fucking roster. Well, he's just in the fucking. He's just an announcer who shows up to do the battle royal. I mean, obviously they're gonna have him well, do some. But that's not shit, it. Right? They're gonna have him do that, and then it'll go into something against the go go because the go go likes to punch people, and Big Show likes to punch people. Right. Yeah. Even the kids agree with me. What the fuck? <laughs> fuck you. I don't know why they speak the way they speak. <laughs> Somebody got really upset because I fucking traveled all the way upstairs through the fucking yeah. shut door into Mike. I'm like, you're further away than you've ever been, and yet it's Fuck like they're in the room you with fucking you. Fucking cunt! It's like, god damn! <laughs> Guess it's not Big Show! <laughs> you let your um, kid talk to you like that, huh? I'm going Big Show, though. I I think I think it actually makes sense. I mean, yeah, it, it does. I my hate it. my out of the box oh, guess. What if what if it's right back? My my out of the box guess would be, and I could see this happening. And again, it's not a Daniel Bryan or a Samoa Joe or a Brock Lesnar or a Kurt Angle. Nick Gage. He just had that uh, uh, dark side of the ring about him. He's an open talent that could make it. Like that would be kind of cool. There you go. <laughs> if I can have my fantasy, you can have it. yours. I'm down with that. To be fair, my mine is like way bigger than yours. <laughs> mine is three times bigger than yours, even with just the two people. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Big Show's my guy. But yeah, I mean, Nick Cage wouldn't that be kind of cool to see him? Yeah, um, yeah, because then you could do some stuff with mocks and stuff. Yeah, but then you just show that, that that AEW is booking their shit based off of Dark Side of the Ring, aren't they? Because though? aren't they? Because, yeah, Brian Pillman <laughs> Jr. Exactly. It's like <laughs> we're not saying they're not. <laughs> Chris Jericho's the narrator. Yep. It's a conspiracy inside of a conspiracy. Oh, it's a switchblade conspiracy. Oh no. <laughs> Sammy Callahan's the TBA <laughs> showing up. God damn it! We should have read between the lines. This, this I, honestly, I'm looking forward to this pay per view. This is one of the pay per views I've more looked forward to for a long time. Again, I don't know that the story's there, and a lot of times that pisses me off. 
I feel good about but, this because I'm not looking forward to it as much as the last pay-per-view that I said it was going to be the best pay-per-view in yeah. the last decade. So it, it's going to be good. It's at least going to be better than I'm anticipating. <laughs> I would think, and I am looking forward to this more, but I also think just looking at the lineup, this is one of those pay-per-views like five years down the line, I can just go back and rewatch this pay-per-view and just enjoy the matches without having just, to really I don't know, know. The, the stories. I like Big that. Big part of me says we're not going to get in any good stuff till they start touring again. So, Well, I mean, and that's a, uh, a business choice, and I'm not even going to say that's wrong. I think that's the way WWE would go with it. I feel like AEW should be building towards the huge things that happen on the road. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun show. I'm looking forward to it. I'm gonna watch Dynamite as soon as we're done here. Dynamite. Um, yeah. Holy shit, we almost got two hours out of this show, Fat Man. Wow, and you didn't even think we'd make an hour. Look at you. <laughs> I told you. We Thank you for letting it. me derail the show every chance I, I get. I fucking love it. <laughs> I'm good. At on the it. days that we, <laughs> on the weeks that we have this opening, I love our de- derailments. <laughs> They're awesome. It's good. And everything was still relatively on topic with what we were talking about in the first place. Relatively. It works. Well, that being said, I guess that's the end of the show, folks. We ain't got no more for you. Nah. Uh, Love, spread it like cancer. Uh, Yeah. Was there another thing? Butt cheeks, spread it like cancer. Yes. Love, spread it like butt cheeks. Shop that's nice. That's probably what we should say from now on because that's a lot Love, better than spread it like butt cheeks. <laughs> How about cancer? How about AIDS? Spread it like love. Whoa, no, we can't. AIDS is no good anymore. Yeah, um, no, uh, Jared Fogle fucked us out of that all the, all the way around. Like, jackass. it was a funny thing for a while. Now you can't use that joke anymore because he's a bad guy. What about HPV? HPV, spread it like love. <laughs> Bye, folks. <laughs>